Seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. You'll never have the sacred stone. <laughs> oh, this you crazy mother. This is Eat and Drink with Ali Hassan and Marco Timpano. The podcast where back of house Ali and front of house Marco talk food and drink. Heads up. These two spent decades in restaurants, so some mature content and language is bound to come up. Get ready for Eat and Drink. Forks up. You're listening to Eat and Drink. Well, hello That's... and welcome, huh? I'm just going to interrupt you right out of the gate. No, what do you think good, of that? Good, good, huh? man. Good. I love it. I love it. That's Ali Hassan, the interrupter. Oh, Muslim interrupted. That's my thing. That's what I do. Yeah, yeah. That's your show. Though. That was your show, your successful show. Thank you. Uh, and now you're you're going to be doing a new show that I bought tickets to that got canceled. <laughs> That's uh, Marco Timpano acting like I robbed money out of his pockets. It's like I be rescheduled, buddy. Just take it easy. Oh, sure, sure. I've heard that one before multiple times. And uh, for people in Toronto and Canada, the uh, the name of the show, the upcoming show. Now, when exactly it'll release, you know, uh, remains to be seen. That's about all of us. That's not just about me. Uh, is called uh, Does This Taste Funny? And uh, and that's uh, either late 2020 or in 2021. We should just write off this year. This year's been shit. Get out of here, huh? No, man. Grab no, it, listen. Stay home. Forget it. You got to make the best of it. And you know how you make the best of it? You drink. You drink. And that's what I'm going to talk about right now. Ali, away, buddy. I bought this liqueur or this liquor because I wanted to try it, even though I kind of hate Everything I've read about it, but I figured let's feature. Okay, can you bring it into the picture? He shows me his sagging tricep, and he goes, "I bought this Saint Germain, lovely, beautiful stuff." Okay, so this Saint Germain. Do you know what this liquor or liqueur is made from? I cannot. I mean, I know I've had it in cocktails, but I could not yes. tell you uh, what exactly it tastes like or where it comes from. No. Okay, so I figured you wouldn't know because you know. What do you know, really? Come on. Uh, so it's elderflower liqueur. Yes. Yes. Good. Good stuff. Each this one is, of the... E- this has been told to me, maybe by you. Anyway, yes, do your thing. Yeah. So it has a funky kind of art deco glass. It has a thousand fresh, hand-picked um, elderflower blossoms from the Alps of France. Supposedly, they're delivered on bicycle. I don't necessarily believe that, uh, but it is produced in its artisanal manner so uh this li- liqueur is from france and it's an elder flower liqueur yeah you called it elder blower earlier i was like i'll just let that go i don't know this guy's yeah blitzed out of his brain or something huh it's it's late elder it's late elder, elder flower <laughs> uh and it it has a short sort of picking season season from four to six weeks and uh there you go so i got this recipe from cookieandkate.com. Okay, can I just ask you something? I'm sorry, this yeah. is not a bad interruption. This no, is what you would no, call a so good interruption. A, good. Given what you have told me, number one, a oh. thousand um, flower, I guess, petals in each one, delivered right. by bike, hand-picked, short season. Is this a very expensive liquor? I've never paid money for it. I've never seen the price of it. Well, it feels like it should be. E- Formerly, you could get it in, I think, a 500 mil bottle, and that's kind of pricey. Now they're selling it in 200 milliliter uh, bottles. Okay. So it's much more affordable. Is it cheap? No. 
you're looking at at least 25 bucks for this little bottle, but you're not using it very much. It's kind of the complimentary uh, liquor that goes into cocktails. Got it. But with everything you said, you kind of made sense of why it does cost what it costs, right? There's a exactly. very narrow window exactly. and it's... Uh, you know, a lot of work goes into getting it into that bottle. Yeah. And supposedly that this is a well-guarded secret, the recipe that's in here. And so it's one of these things. The thing I like best about it, having not tasted it on its own, is the actual bottle. I think it's a gorgeous looking bottle. It has yeah. this Art Deco kind of feel to it. Sure. Yeah, it's nice. All right. So what I'm going to make here is a cucumber elderflower gimlet. Oh, Yeah. All right. Yeah, okay. So, I, wow. Okay. Sadly, I feel like this would have been a drink that you you would appreciate, my I friend. Have no doubt about that. Yeah, but since you're not here, this is how it's going to go. So you get your your cocktail shaker, fill it with ice, and now we're going to put uh, some cucumber, some chopped cucumber in it. You're going to get a two inch piece of cucumber, peel the cucumber, quarter it lengthwise, and then you're going to cut these pieces into quarter inch pieces. So you have a a little. Uh, handful of uh, cucumbers. You're going to put that on top of your ice because we're going to shake it around and it's going to give that cucumber flavor to this gimlet. How would you feel if they, it was cucumber ribbons? You think it, it would piss off me more? off? It would it? Okay. It would, it would piss me off. You know what? I didn't, I didn't make up this re recipe. I don't know how Kate or Cookie would feel about it, but I say, listen, if you don't want to use the cucumber and you've got the peel, do it. What's wrong with that, man? What's wrong with it, that? It's not about the peel, buddy. It's about one of my favorite drinks in my life is uh, is a Hendrix, double Hendrix and tonic with sure. cucumber ribbons, you know, shavings basically sure. inside. And then I've tried with a cucumber slice, just not even in the same ballpark. The amount right. of flavor that comes off a ribbon compared to a slice or a chunk of cucumber. So that's why I'm asking. These are smart questions. You probably don't recognize them as such because you're wasted in the middle of the day at your end. No. And I'm stuck here drinking tea with my family. I'm not, I'm so not wasted are right now. Oh, I'm, okay. I, no, no, I'm not at all. I, I did a yoga, I did a yoga class a moment ago online. Oh, okay. So I might be a little flushed from you're, that. You're, you're seemingly, you're flustered. You seem flustered. Yeah. I, no, knew not flustered. Either, I, I knew it was either exercise or alcohol. Okay. I knew one of those things would unsettle you. Okay, good. good here's, good he, here's why, Ali, I think you need to use the actual cucumber because you know the center of the cucumber where the seeds are has sort of a gelatinous sort of uh, mucosis kind of feel to it i think when you shake the shit out of this cocktail that gets released you're going to get a little bit of that cucumber mucus into this cocktail and it's going to just have those cucumber floral notes from the elderflower and uh, the citrus notes that we're going to get from the uh, lime juice we're going to put in. So we're going to put an ounce and a half of this Hendrix uh, yeah. gin. And the reason uh, they say to use a floral gin, so Hendrix gin is going to be uh, the one to use if you got it. I say use what you got. Don't worry about it. And there we go. Ounce and a half. And then we're going to use, and I'm going to crack this open right here, the Saint-Germain liquor and show me the picture of that again let me see if i can just take a little screen grab right into your yeah yeah okay great all right all right so we're going to use an ounce of saint germain oh it pours nice and slow too so you can really get accurate they did a great job with this bottle because the actual um mouth of the bottle is really small smaller than a dime almost buddy can oh, you see great. that yeah yeah absolutely yeah. all right <laughs> that's good 
And then we're going to do an ounce of lime juice, fresh lime juice. I, uh, if you've listened to earlier podcasts, I've said you don't have to use fresh, but my friend here, Ali, convinced me that fresh is the way to go. Of course it is, buddy. And um, we're I trying to help you. Okay. We're trying yeah. to help yeah. us help you. Even Saint Germain, by having that tiny op- opening, is helping you not to overpour yeah. and spill into your own drink. Even though I know you're a mixologist trained and everything, uh, you're a mess, especially after yeah. a yoga class. My God. God only uh, knows how much you would spill. What do you slice got a piece of cucumber really thin, throw it in your martini glass. And now I'm going to shake this bad boy up. I love gimlets. I don't know how you feel about I'm them. I'm a big fan. I'm actually a big fan. Vodka or gin. Yeah. Look at those pecs. Right now I get to watch. I got to take a screen grab of this. <laughs> That's the screen grab that I've taken that will be on our Instagram page of, uh, of Marco flexing his very Italian arms and making a drink. You just, you feel like you're in such good hands with this man. Oh man. All right. So now I'm going to strain it. I'm going to fine strain it because I bought this fine strainer. So why not use it? I miss that fine strainer. I miss every time I saw that. I was like, ah, good times are coming. All right, my friend, I'm going to, I got to take a picture of this because it's, it's a beautiful looking cocktail. It's got a little hint of froth to it. Uh, Maybe put the cucumber on after because my cucumber sank to the bottom. So I've just picked it up with my finger and now I'm floating it on top. I'm going to take a picture of it. Yeah. And you'll probably see. Okay. I'm going to try this and I'll let you know how it is. Oh, my friend. Okay, so this is a perfect cocktail for those people who are like, um, hang on a second. I mean, you were just ramping up to say something delicious sounding. Look at what's happened to you, huh? All right. So let me just take another step. Mm. Forget what I said and how I shit talk Saint Germain. It's fantastic in this cocktail. Here's this is the cocktail for people who don't like sweet cocktails. They prefer citrus forward. They prefer citrus forward cocktails or floral cocktails. If you're a fan of gin because of its floral notes, this is going to be the cocktail for you. Let's recap the ingredients again. We got gin, Hendrix. We got Saint-Germain. Just a few, uh, whatever, that was a dash or two, I guess? Uh, No, an ounce. An ounce of... Oh, it was a So it's an ounce and a half of gin, ounce of Saint-Germain, ounce of lime juice, and then a two-inch piece of cucumber, which you've peeled, quartered lengthwise, cut into quarter-inch pieces that you put into your shaker with the ice and all that booze. Shake it up, strain it, fine strain it if you can. If you can't, use a pair of pantyhose and uh, put it in a little martini glass. If you're a heathen, put it in a mason jar. What can I tell you? Yeah. Drink, are you drink, he's I drinking am. out of mason jar one right now i don't understand you mason jar drinkers you and my wife can shake hands because to me it's the most off-putting thing but this cocktail my friend i will promise you this when covid is over i'm going to make this cocktail for you because i think you would love it it's a perfect brunch cocktail it's a perfect summer cocktail it's a perfect cotillion po- cocktail and if you're at a fancy wedding it's a perfect fancy wedding cocktail okay i have a i have a, a document going right now called when COVID is over. Great. Uh, you're in it twice. Cause you were going to make me another drink the other day too. It said, you said, when this is over, you will love this drink. And I don't know where that went. Okay. 
Saint Germain Gimlet. This is going in the. Uh, this is going in the dock. I want these. I want all these things. I Listen, be, yes. Ali, you you have gin at home, right? I I do. I don't have. I have a couple of strong ones. I have a Bay of Fundy gin. I have this okay. uh, Steinhardt's gin. I have Steinhardt's rhubarb gin. I have a. Uh, I have a gin that tastes, it's called breakfast gin. It's like Earl Grey flavored right, gin. Right. I'm all over the place right now. Listen, this cocktail could use more flavors to it and it would hold up. So that rhubarb gin, this cocktail, next time you're at the uh, liquor store, get yourself a Saint-Germain. Okay. It's a really nice, because I know you always have cucumbers too, right? In the house? Always, always. Yeah. So, and if you have any other herbs and spices or whatever that you want to add to them that you think will uh, lend well to floral notes, this is yeah. definitely a cocktail you want to use. Okay, I'm in, I'm sold, and funny that you would mention herbs. I'm going to talk about a herb today. I'm going to talk about a herb that when you buy it, uh, it arrives in uh, very large amounts. And uh, and and um, it's the old failing to plan is planning to fail. You can't just show up at home with this. you got to have some ideas in mind, and that is dill. Oh, buddy, you could, you could add dill to this like it's your job. Yeah, you could, What's you could add, no, no, I would, I would actually, you know what, you know how the dill has little fine, uh, fr- I don't know what little yeah, les fronds, fronds, les fronds, yeah, fronds, right? Yeah. Uh, have some of that floating dill and cucumber go so nicely together. Dill, cucumber, elderflower and lime that this would be a lovely cocktail with that. You just want to go easy on the dill because dill is so powerful, right? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Okay, well, great. Sorry, I, didn't, I didn't mean to interrupt you. No, I love but... the excitement and the link, the 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 link that we have between our drink and our food, which mm-hmm. we did not even know about. Um, also, if I didn't think you were a heathen from drinking out of a mason jar, the yes. fact that you say herb for the er- the word herb is beyond me. I don't think, you know what? Why don't you write in, folks, and tell yeah. us... If the guy who's sweating in the booth after yoga and drinking booze instead of some kind of water or or or, or Gatorade to get his uh, you know energy and, and minerals and all that back, if he's the heathen, or if the guy who says herb is, I mean, look, I speak French, and when it's French, it's les herbes, it's herb. There's no H. I don't. I don't hear the H. I don't hear the H there. I think it's in it, French. It, that's in French. When I speak oh, so English, to when I, I lower myself out of respect for people like you, and okay. I, I say herb so that you understand you, what you, I'm saying. You lean into that age. I lean into it. For you. Right. I do it for you. I don't need it. I'm not attached to it. I'm asking our wonderful audience. You let us know. Is it herb? Herbs and spices. Like, you say herbs like, and spices? You say herb. I say, yeah, I say herb, man. Really? Herb. Yeah, yeah. I always, when I hear people say herb, I always think yeah. they're talking about marijuana, smoke that herb. And it's like almost jokingly that that's oh, I mentioned. I don't know. Okay. So, this is a okay, discussion. Okay. So the, we'll see what, we'll see what our audience tells us. I'm ready for that. I'm ready. I don't want to continue on an angry note because <laughs> dill makes me happy. Let's go to your dill. I feel like right. I, I brought, I brought the room down a bit, but uh, I'm just going to continue. I'm going to just drink while you talk. Please drink, please. God. What what could be better for you? I'm drinking a goddamn energy drink right now, like a fool. Anyway, dill is interesting. You really sort of have to have things at home that are going to lend themselves well to dill. And I, let me just tell you about dill first. When you look sure. up dill, I don't know if you know what dill is like, uh, you know, uh, from a health standpoint, Marco. Are you aware? when you If you look up what is dill good for, 
Absolutely nothing. Say it again. Incorrect, my friend. Okay. Say it never again. Okay. I knew dill was good for uh, digestions, and that's why dill is in pickles, pickles, especially sure. with dill. Good for that. Anyway, dude, dill is used for, now this is not, you know, this is not a doctor website or anything, but this is when people talk about, you know, sort of um, food for health. Uh, digestion problems, including loss of appetite, intestinal intestinal gla- gas, uh, also known as flatulence, something that I think, Marco, you suffer from uh, uh, quite badly. We call it the farts in this the house. The farts, gallbladder complaints, uh, treatment of fever and colds, cough, bronchitis, hemorrhoids, infection, oh, spasms, nerve pain, genital ulcers. I'm not pointing at you right now when I say genital ulcers. Or am I menstrual cramp? What is a genital ulcer? I'll show you in a second. And I'll take <laughs> okay. a screen grab. And I'll, okay. I have no idea. I'm so <laughs> grateful to say I have no idea. I've never heard yeah. that before myself. And and finally, something that is actually connected to you for sure: sleep disorders. Oh man, Dill. So imagine, imagine you could you could sleep well and get rid of those nasty genital ulcers uh, in the same night. Potentially, I, I wow. see Marco writing down the word "dill" right now, which is great. That's very uh, so. When anyway, you so want to, I didn't even know. All this. Wow, I Buddy, didn't even so know. All this. Let's say you have a genital ulcer. Do you rub the dill on your genital ulcer, or do you just consume it to avoid? Because this might be something we want to tell our, our listeners: like, <laughs> like eat dill to avoid genital ulcers. I'm going to be honest with you and with the with the listeners right now. Yeah. I don't really want to Google. All, genital ulcers and dill. I just don't want to do that. You no. know how it is. Then no. you're getting mail about it all no. the time and you're getting spam about your genital ulcers. And no. I, yeah, I'm not even there yet. I'm not even I'm not going to, I'm not going to look at it. I don't want to know anymore. I think if I no. never hear the word genital ulcer again in my life, I'll be a happy person. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> uh, I think that's you and I both. Anyway, all that to say dill is, is, is excellent for so many things that I didn't even know about. I knew about it for flavor. And as you say, a little will do you generally. But when you buy dill, you got to have a plan. So the other day I bought some and the goal was to use it with green beans. Okay. So when, when, when you're, you know, when I speak of plans, what I'm referring to are the following and I would love to hear anybody's suggestion. I don't really think of dill with, um, with red meat. I think of dill with chicken, definitely. And then I think of dill with potatoes more than anything else. A great what potato about- salad with dill is fantastic. And when I say potato salad, I'm not talking about mayo drenched anything. I'm talking about potatoes, salt, olive oil, dill. And that's all you could, you could, you could go stop right there. I never would, of course, but you could. But what about with the classic as I say it, salmon, or the way you say it, salmon. Of course. I don't say salmon. That's ridiculous. I said that once by mistake. Drop it already. Salmon. Never. Salmon and dill are, are fantastic, especially yeah. if you're curing salmon, or even just as a fresh garnish at the end. Great. When I used to eat a lot of rainbow trout, also a great yeah. combo. Yeah, yeah. Even all the white fish. So good. I think it's great with uh, freshwater fish. Uh, dill goes nicely. Mm-hmm. Uh what about in a Bernays or a Hollandaise sauce with your eggs? I think a little bit of dill, like you said, just a pinch of dill with that Hollandaise sauce. You know what? That is not on my list of thoughts, and and I'm wrong to uh, to ignore it. You're absolutely right. Yeah. Dill on eggs is great. Uh, I have made, inspired by these uh, Persian omelets that are very, very um, 
herb heavy or herb heavy, as some might say. A lot of dill, a lot of mint, and a lot of parsley in the omelet, and then feta. I don't know if you've ever had one of the- No, it sounds glorious, though. It's fantastic. And so why not on top of a poached egg? And of course, um, but generally right now, as I, I think I've told you, we're very, very vegetable forward in this in this house, trying to keep our immunity up and all that. So carrots, potatoes, beets, all these things I find go great with dill. Uh, and what I made was the recipe that I'm going to post on our on our Instagram. I mean, deliriously simple. I had some fresh green beans again went to and I, I hate to I, I'm acting like a, an old Italian lady who loves a deal uh, but I'm doing that for you relax, I'm doing that for relax. you okay. I know some okay. young Italian men love a deal as well um, I was I've, I've been going straight to the uh, price to go shelf because nothing I have nothing but time I have nothing but time what I find at 8 a.m or 9 a.m in the grocery store I will be making that day the challenge is of course, when I find a seven kilogram bag of green beans, which is what we right. found. Anyway, we prepped right. it right away. We trimmed it. I got the kids trimming the beans, washed it, froze some, I uh, used about two thirds of it over two days. And so one of the things we made, man, steamed the yeah. green beans, more of a blanching than a steaming. Uh, Cause I really still want that crunch in there uh, in some olive oil over, over a low heat, uh, a light, light saute of garlic, I put corn in there. I added that to the green beans. Beautiful. Then some lemon juice, fresh lemon juice, and a lot of dill. Oh, buddy. And it, I mean, that's it. And some salt. I mean, that, it was just so great. And my wife was like, you're really in love with this salad. I think I had three helpings. Something about the sweetness of the corn, the crunch of the the, the, the green beans and, and, and dill and garlic and lemon juice all together, bring it all home. It was fantastic. And, it, you know, I'm just throwing that out there as an idea. But anywhere that you use mint, you can probably use dill. And yeah, Marco, please. Uh, I think you're. Uh, listen, I don't want to step on your I don't want to step on your dick here right now, Ali. But I want to say this. All right. Um, what do you think of the following? This is places where I would uh, use dill. Uh, that might people might not think of. What about in rice dishes? Mm-hmm. A little bit of dill in your pilaf, let's say, as a garnish or cooked into it. What are you thinking? Uh, like finely chopped, as you if you were to put like mint in your pilaf or like onions and garlic. You know, uh, it, it 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 might hold up. Here's another thing that I think mint is great for. You know, use it with yogurt or cream cheese. Sure, as a tzatziki. Or if you're having lamb, I think mint and uh, sorry, dill and lamb go really well together as dill as lamb and mint go well together. So you have a bit of uh, yogurt with dill and your lamb. Sure. And even though I don't like the pronunciation that you use of tzatziki, I am going to say that that's one of my that's that used to be my go to when I bought dill. I'm like, I will go home. I will strain yogurt. And I love dill and mint and, and cucumber, obviously, in my tzatziki. Don't forget in stews and uh, heavy soups, like a borscht uh, goes really nicely. I never think of borscht, if I'm being perfectly honest with you. Years go by and I don't even think or talk about borscht, but there's no reason not to. That's silly of me. I also think that anywhere you use cucumber, dill is its best friend. You can use use cucumber, like in the the tzatziki. Uh, You can use a bit of dill with that. Anywhere cucumbers appear, throw a little dill with it. Absolutely. Well, you know, there's a there's a uh, a salad that I make. Uh, I get the mandolin out, get long long cucumber, 
usually I buy the small Lebanese different types of cucumbers and mekti and but when I have a big cucumber, I get the mandolin out and I finely, finely slice cucumber and I make a kind of a sweet and um, and a tangy dressing with some sugar and vinegar and um, and and then some olive oil and that and dill. That's it. Beautiful. It's one Beautiful. of the most simple salads. It's only cucumber. You could obviously add other things in there, uh, but but it's really really simple. So um, I'm welcome to as, any as, you know more ideas that you have. But my my thing is about dill. When you get it, you get a lot in a bunch, a bunch of dill, and and it's almost a personal challenge. I will not let this dill go to waste. But to do that, you have to work hard. You have to really sure. have some plans in place. So potatoes, beans, uh, corn, beets, carrots. Uh, as as Marco mentioned, you know the fish, cold water fish, great idea. Chicken, chicken thighs, I can think of, and uh, and and my favorite tzatziki. Oh, it sounds so good, my friend. Like I think. I think some people feel like dill is only for cucumbers. Like you use dill when you make cucumbers, or sorry, pickles, and that's it. Right. And there's so many uses of it. And you got to just use it to your taste. I think some people are put off by uh, dill because maybe it's a little too forward and people use it a little too heavy handed. But just peel back if that's the case for you. Thank you, Marco. Yeah. Yeah, man. Uh you know, another thing, I know I'm, I'm frequently making cocktails here, but for anyone who enjoys cucumber water and they'll often pair cucumber with uh, mint or cucumber and um, strawberry water, you could do cucumber, mint and dill water. Just strain okay. it if you don't want the dill in it. And, uh, you know, it's a refreshing, refreshing drink. That's not a bad idea to uh, to push on my sons. You know, they like to feel like adults. Can we have some mint tea? Okay, sure. And then we just don't put any ca caffeinated tea in there. We just put mint in warm water and they sip it and they, they think they're big shit. And, and so I think we might do the same thing with dill. Listen, who would have thought you brought dill, I brought this cucumber gimlet to the table and they, and they pair really nicely together. We're connecting very well. The only thing that could screw this up is if Amanda comes in in our next section and shoves a bunch of dill in your mouth. It's just too, it's too on the nose. You know, we can't have that. All right, well, I'm going to put on my blindfold. What's in Marco's mouth? That's right. What's in Marco's mouth? It's nothing dirty. We're guessing, we're messing. Let's find out. What's in Marco's mouth? I'm going to put my I'm going to put my blindfold on. Did you see it? No, I didn't see it. <clears throat> Every time you guys are the, I didn't see it. Did you see it? I didn't see it. Did you see it? I didn't see it. Did you see it? Okay, I got my blindfold on. And while Amanda's getting her thing together, I just want to say this. The rhubarb from last week was so sweet. There was so much sugar added to that. That's why I didn't immediately think rhubarb. That's why I went you know, more on the chair. I don't think we need you to come in and defend your ignorance every week from the past week's show. And now that we have two shows a week, it's going to be more defensiveness and more... Uh, just showing how little you know about food. We don't need it, buddy. You you live and you die in that moment. No pressure, but either you get it or you stink. That's pretty okay. much the way Amanda and I look at it. Okay. You direct Amanda and I'll tell her what you're saying, Ali. You bet. All right. Here we go. Amanda Barker in place. Uh, and Amanda, don't change a thing about what you're doing. Okay. Right. <laughs> if, 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 
if the segment demands that you shove something in his mouth willy-nilly, then that's what you do. All right. Amanda is underneath your mouth right now. Oh, she is. Okay, so open my mouth. Okay, I'm Amanda, open you my can mouth. direct him. You can okay. tell Amanda to direct Amanda, him. you can direct me. <laughs> She's laughing in my face right now. Oh. <laughs> shoved it in his mouth. What the Just shoved it in was his that? <laughs> No more. You can't do that. I could choke for fuck's sakes. Fuck. Oh, man. I, I put it in gently. No, you put it in gently, but if you're going to jam something this big in my mouth. I I put it in gently. Holy shit, guys. Okay. He's very sensitive. He's very sensitive. What are you working on there, Mom? Okay, so uh, she, 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 she put a lollipop, a huge lollipop <laughs> sucker in my mouth, and it's very sweet. Um. It's, I'm going to be making disgusting sounds too. Okay. It tastes like maple syrup. Is it a maple syrup lollipop? Is that your final guess? Is that your final answer? Let me let me get one more lick because I feel like you guys want me to like... Fail. Fail, yeah. Um, it tastes sweet and it tastes... Um, it tastes like it has a smokiness to it, a slight smokiness to it, and uh, a sugary... Is it smoked? Is it some sort of smoked thing? It's so intimate the way you're sucking on that thing right now. It's already dirty enough that we have this segment called What's in Marco's Mouth, but now things are getting a little bit dirty. Okay, I'm just going to, I'm going to just, I'm going to hand it back. I'm going to hand the lollipop back. I took a little bite of it. It tastes a little bit smoky, but that, then I'm going to just, I'm just going to assume that it's a dark, like not a grade A, but a dark maple syrup lollipop or sucker, whatever you want to call it. That's that's my final answer. Okay, Amanda, can we have the answer? What type of lollipop is Marco eating? It is a Utah honey sucker from Salt Lake City, Utah. Actually, the the honey itself is from Bountiful, Utah, and we got it um, two months ago in Utah, and it's been hiding I- in the cabinet. <laughs> So this goofball who could not recognize this lollipop is the one who bought this lollipop himself. No, she bought it. She, you, I didn't buy it. Do you, you remember? No, I don't actually. You, you don't it. remember me buying it? I remember you buying uh, Utah Honey. I, I wanted to buy it. You said, we don't need lollipops. And I said, I really, really want to buy them because apparently they're really good. And you said, fine, do whatever you want. Oh, God. <laughs> and, now, just, and now look at you. And now look I, at you, Marco. I really thought you would remember. I'm pissed Too off. I'm, sorry. I'm just pissed off. No, it's fine. I see. Okay, I got it wrong. And I had two a giant. It's also <laughs> been in the cabinet for the last two months next to a jar of Nutella that you frequent. That you frequent. I, I don't. I mean, she's just cleaning out the home that you live in, finding stuff that you just don't recognize. It's really funny. Well, she's kind of like her, her whole thing was like, I got to make sure I find stuff that you don't know that meets with Ali's approval. Because I know you and her are texting back and forth to make sure. Maybe, maybe we are. Maybe we aren't. Try this cocktail. Um, it has gin in it. So go light because I know you don't like gin. Amanda's going to try the cocktail because Ali cannot. And she will give the her feelings of it. Oh, oh, it's a gimlet. It's a gimlet. It's a, this was our wedding cocktail. It's a cucumber and elderflower uh, gimlet. Oh, my elderflower vodka that I got in Detroit. No, I bought a Saint Germain. Really? Yeah. Oh, 
Okay. All right. Enough. Enough. Happy 10 year anniversary to us. Thank you so much. Is it really? Is it your 10 year anniversary? 10th? Yeah, it, it will be tomorrow is my 10 year anniversary. Fantastic. Great. Ask him and what he got it. me. Yeah. Close the door. Close the door. Enough. See, that's what happens. You you invite her into the studio, Ali, and we can't get rid of her. No, I I, uh, I enjoy it, buddy. She's really a great surrogate. She is a surrogate um, inserter of things to your mouth, and she's 100% approved. I really like what happens there. Also, you, I, I just sort of watch your relationship, uh, the ebbs and flows and the falling apart and the peaks and valleys right in front of me and in my ears. It's great, man. But can you just advise her not to be roughly jamming things in my in my face like i I mean you guys have 10 years together she should know exactly how you like that done to you i would that's not on me that's not on me okay buddy okay okay Okay, buddy i did two months ago you were in utah well what were you doing in utah you guys were working there so uh we have good friends we have have a good friend she was selling her celebrating her birthday michelle miracles her name and so her husband was like hey hey i'd love for you guys to you know, come to California for her birthday. And we're like, look, we have no desire to go to California. We have other places we want to see. Salt Lake City or Utah was on on the destination of places we wanted to go to. That's one of the most hilarious things that's ever been uttered. Hey, we don't want to come to California, but can we come visit Utah? That's not that's not commonplace uh, talk. That's not common talk by any means. Look, I love California. California is one of the most beautiful places you can be. There you go. But- that's what I needed to hear. Yeah, okay. yeah, and and we've we've got fans in California, and I, I love California. And if we're talking food and drink, California, it doesn't get much better than that, my friend. I needed that clarification from you. I really needed that. If we just left it on, like, I no interest in California. Can we come to Utah? I was like, that's weird. That requires no. For clarification, uh, yeah. Amanda has only now at the time she had five states she hadn't seen. So oh, wow. So we let our friend know, Say we said, listen, these are the states we want to go to. Uh, does any of those interest you? Maybe we'll meet halfway. And he was like, Utah. So he tells his wife, I'm taking you to Utah. And she's like, I have no desire to go to Utah. Why do I want to go to Utah, right? She didn't know we were going to be there. We surprised her. It was great. Uh, and it was just fantastic. We love Miracle. We love uh, Nima. And we had a great time there. And it was the last trip we took before we were. Oh, it's Nima. It's your, it's your other Muslim friend. Yeah. Yeah, listen, I, I I only have a few, but I keep them close to my heart. That's what I'll say. Good enough. Um, did you eat well on that trip, Bart? Yeah. Oh, Salt Lake City is a wonderful place. It's I think I think we did a a show on Salt Lake, but it was like it just had great food, great people, beautiful mountains. I'm telling you, if you're looking for a place to travel to, it's a fantastic place. We went to Park City. It was great. It was tremendous, top to bottom. Yeah. The sad thing is. So Nima was supposed to go to France and London for his birthday. He's been looking forward to it. And boom, he can't go. It's a solid boom. Eventually, I hope, Nima, I hope for your for your sanity and for your goal setting and for your dreams, you get to go uh, probably next year. But yeah, I hope that works out. Um, Utah, uh, you, it might surprise you to know, I may have told you this before, uh, I was a skier. Uh, especially enthusiastic skier when I was in my teens and I was dreaming as an 18 year old that I would get to ski in Utah and Wyoming and all these shirts sure. where most people don't want to go. But for you, me, it was like all about the skiing. You have that skiers build. Like you're the type of person who can hit a tree and bounce back. You got that extra padding, right? 
So that's it for us. Uh, this has been a great episode, guys. Uh, I'm glad you enjoyed your gimlet. Uh, I enjoyed uh, the dill. I still have a little bit to use, and, and we do have a big bag of potatoes, which I am eyeing for my dill. I'm going to make a nice potato salad. Green onions, dill, uh, salt and pepper. If I had mint, I'd throw it in there too. And, and, and no mayo, just some delicious, high-quality olive oil. Do you have cucumbers and limes in your house right now? Both, yes. Okay, do me a favor. Uh, ounce and a half of that rhubarb gin. Cut it's up very like, sweet though. It's very sweet. It's fine. It's fine. Yeah, okay, then okay. just then use a gin. Use the most floral gin you have. All right, because yeah. if it's if it's too sweet, I don't want to wreck your drink. Use the uh, of your gins. Use the most floral gin you have. Two ounce piece of cucumber, uh, sliced, uh, quartered lengthwise, slice into quarter inch pieces in a shaker. Ounce of lime. Throw a sprig of uh, dill in there. And uh, I know you don't have elder elder uh, flower, the Saint Germain. It's okay. Let's just omit it. Do you have lilay? Do you have any lilay? No, no. Do you have no. Uh, triple um, sec? I think I have. I don't have many. Uh, I don't have many um, uh, liquors right now. Okay. Any any uh, dry vermouth, white vermouth? No. Okay. So just omit that. Just make the gimlet without that other thing, but with the dill. Try it tonight. Try it tonight. Let me try it tonight. Yeah. Look, normally I I, I don't drink. Uh, it's not my thing, but for you, I'll do it. I'll do Good, it. Thank you. It's not my thing. <laughs> for you, Marco. For you. When my wife goes, I thought you said you weren't going to drink every night. I'm going to go. It's not for me, honey. It, I told Marco. I promised Marco. That's right. You're on the whole 10 still, right? No, it failed. I'm so sorry. Okay, okay. Well, make it for your wife then. Why don't you make it for your wife and you watch her drink it like a, like a gentleman? Okay. All right. As always, it's a pleasure. The last segment is never a pleasure for me, but doing this podcast with you is un grand plaisir. Happy anniversary to you and Amanda. Thank you. Thank you. Listeners, thank you for, for being here. Pictures of what we ate and drank will be on our Instagram page, Podcast Eat and Drink. We look forward to, uh, to being uh, close, but not so close again until we eat and drink again. We hope you got your fill of Eat and Drink with Ali Hassan and Marco Timpano. Follow them on Instagram and Twitter at Podcast Eat Drink. Email them your cocktail and food suggestions to podcasteatdrink at gmail.com. Until the next episode, bottoms up. <laughs>